Welcome to a brand new episode of the Totally Indian Football Show. I'm your host Siju, and um, I think there's something post 2018 which I told myself that I won't let Indian football or whatever happens in Indian football affect me. And so, you know, when things unfolded at the currently ongoing Asian Cup, what happened to our women's team? Uh, definitely, it frustrates you. Uh, it, it's it's something that I mean, even if you try hard, it to not let you affect you, but uh, it will, because uh, especially knowing the fact that what the effort and time our girls put in and the coaching staff put in, and this is where we are at at the moment, where we are not we are the hosts, but you won't see the host country even finish their campaign in the group stage, uh, let alone a chance to qualify from there on. I have with me Janisha. she doesn't need any introduction so i'll kick start directly over there we've heard i mean there has been spaces multiple uh, blue pilgrims did one women's footy india did one uh, we are once again using this platform of podcast to probably extensively talk about and uh, ask janisha somebody who really follows the women's football uh, closely then probably even the federation or anyone in the federation does uh, firstly janisha welcome to the show thank you so much for your time on a working day post your working hours you uh, were ready to do this thanks siju thanks for having me back um, although i always wish to be back uh, on a happy note <laughs> it just so happens that every time uh, we meet i mean uh, over a pod it's you know about uh, ranting on whatever is happening in indian football but it is what it is yeah and uh, well to probably keep the ranting bit a bit later let's me start with some good news then uh, or on a good note rather that uh, we finally saw our girls in action we were all excited to see them uh, and the first game that they played against iran yes we lost two points there some two crucial points uh, but now looking back at it it didn't really matter to us but Uh, at the same time we will definitely speak about the performance uh, on the pitch that they had because though it's redundant anymore uh, i think uh, the work that thomas tenerby put out or you know for before that memol rocky what she did with the girls needs to be spoken more often because that is going to be clouded uh, because of what's happened currently right so jenny if we can start with your share by sharing your thoughts on the first game that our girls played against iran um so in the first game there was actually a lot more expectation on the girls because uh we faced iran uh, which is comparatively a lower ranked team but also there was one thing that we kept in mind while going inside into the game as well that iran uh came into the tournament by qualifying to it whereas we were participating by virtue of being hosts so it was never going to be easy and we saw that on the pitch in the first 15 to 20 minutes um, they had the upper hand but then we slowly got into the game and we got to see how the girls played we got to see how uh, you know the team actually is because um it is one of those rare days when we uh, get to watch the women um women's national team play on tv so that is like a, a very rare thing for us right so that was a, a good thing and a lot of fans tuned in to watch them and if if i were to take one positive um people were discussing about the match as it was happening in a lot of our football groups where generally uh, uh, only isl discussions go on you know in, in many of the groups that i am in so that was that was good to see that they were watching they were taking they, they were mentioning the names of the players um 
and discussing about how it was going so that was one good thing uh, but yeah coming back to the match per se um after the first 15 20 minutes we uh, slowly you know uh, uh, got a hold of the game the girls were coming back into it we saw indumati moving up front uh, trying to support manisha and uh, there were a lot of chances created for us we should have converted uh, some of those chances but there were very close chances that we missed uh you know if we had converted that it would have been even more better for a lot of fans who were watching for the first time it would have given a little more confidence both to the players and as well uh, you know for the uh, fans who were watching um because some of them you know started <laughs> uh, commenting that okay uh, uh, they 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 are missing very very easy chances um but uh but there were a few substitutions that were questionable during the game um and uh, we had sandhya starting the match although i'm a very very big fan of her and i was very excited to see her in the starting 11 uh i really felt we could have brought in uh, dangme grace you know ahead of her and then maybe brought sandhya in the second half or something and there were a few other substitutions as well i don't want to take the names but um instead of them uh, we could have brought in you know you know players like kamala uh who who's much more experienced and uh, would have actually helped uh, in converting some of those uh, close chances um but overall uh, as i said we uh, dropped two points but uh, right now looking back at the game one point three points nothing you know matters uh, so i actually feel a bit sad for iran because it was their first uh, uh outing in the afc asian cup and it was their first point which has also now become uh, you know completely pointless yeah absolutely and uh, i mean i think uh, it's it's the matter of fact and that's something we none of us can negate about that aspect right even how much ever we speak about how our girls played against iran or even be happy for iran you know that we could see iran in action or rather the other countries that we are able to see the australians the indonesians the philippines uh, japanese all of these teams we are watching them live uh, action I mean it doesn't really matter at the moment because the excitement has been killed because of what happened on 23rd we were all eagerly waiting for us to see uh, women in action once again and it was a crucial game uh, there was again a chance that probably our girls could win this maybe and go ahead in the qualifying stage uh, but you know last minute i think indian football and last minute things are always going hand in hand and no communication once again everybody was clueless uh, suddenly people started talking about whether it's going to happen not going to happen uh, journalists among themselves are talking is it happening they had no clue about it uh, it's felt like even the federation had no clue about it but jenny how do you see this because uh, when you look at it from an outside perspective right when you're watching it it is uh, leave the leave the aspect of host country but it's a federation it's a afc tournament uh and on the rules like probably if you can't field then you inform it prior not like half an hour before that we get to know when the iranian team is on the pitch the referees are taking the pitch but there's nobody at the indian dugout uh, so how is that possible and what what do you make of ho- that particular aspect that the league organizers had no clue that india wouldn't show up the whole fiasco ultimately ended up to be very embarrassing uh, both for the federation and for us as a country as well because um, 
the Chinese type of team, they were on the pitch. They were waiting for the the opponents to come, uh, and this was, you know, a, a very very important match that you know more or less decided who would make to the quarterfinals because it was a very very important match, um, and that was also the reason why everybody was looking forward to it. Um, e- even uh, you know even some of the clubs that uh, don't usually post about women's football they were posting about the uh, game and everybody was looking forward to it um, and uh, this last minute communication I mean rather than last minute communication I'm more annoyed with the last minute decision making here because as per all the reports that are coming out the day after our first game itself that is the first game against Iran uh, players started testing positive and uh, it just kept increasing by the day and on the day of the match in the morning itself we didn't have enough players to field so the decisions should have been uh, taken uh, you know ahead of time or at least the players and uh, the organizers you know those around this they should have been informed that we are going we are not able to uh, a field team and that the team is not going to play uh, there is absolutely no way you can field players who are who have tested positive right so that was a completely um, uh, something that you know you you just can't field players who have tested positive so we, we didn't have enough players but this should have been uh, communicated at least to the organizers at least to the uh, uh, to AFC and uh, there could have been another way out of this. Even if the, we were not going to play at all, it would have at least to a, a little extent uh, reduced some of the, you know, the mental trauma that those involved were going through, especially the players. Because imagine being in their position, um, preparing for this all these years and in the final uh, day, um, some of them being sick and some of them uh, not even... Uh, 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 knowing if they are going to play or not, or if the match is going to happen, uh, and the organizers as well, uh, who are who were uh, there, not knowing if anything is going to happen or not, you know. And the main reason we didn't get any update till the last minute was there was no decision actually taken. Even those uh, who get information uh, firsthand from the federation didn't have any information because there was no information. Things could have been better. Uh, but you know <laughs> it is our federation and we know this is how it usually works but uh, it was even more disappointing because this was on a larger scale a major tournament a major international tournament for which all the works went uh, on for the last um, couple of years um, and sadly it has come to this it could have been better I, I keep, I'll keep repeatedly saying that it could have been better we should have had a plan B at least if not plan C plan D um, after all the effort that uh, had been put into, you know, organizing this whole thing. Yeah, and I think nobody would disagree to you on that aspect because uh, it's something if if we had to figure out saying that it was not it was not the first year or the first month of uh, the whole COVID situation, right? We are in the middle of the pandemic, and we knew that new variant was doing the rounds already before even the tournament could begin. But the whole fact that as being the organizing team 
uh, we did not take the precaution. So I think one of the tweets I saw was also makes sense that even the LOC should be questioned, right? Of what went wrong over there in that aspect. Because yes, we can blame our federation because we know how incompetent they are. Uh, when you spoke about decision making, I was thinking uh, when we look at our coaches and we say you can't do it, you're not good at decision making. Well, just look at the federation where where they belong. So you can't really even blame the players or the coaches. Uh, but coming back to the point that probably the responsibility as much as it is of our federation or whoever others, uh, the LOC, the organizing team, it also, you know, it's also uh, the onus on them and they have to probably come out and say what exactly unfolded or what happened. Uh, but just like you mentioned that there was literally no information, even the ones who probably get it. But I think um, when we also mentioned a great point that the folks who were not talking about or who would never talk about women's football were talking about it, right? And uh, do you see somewhere maybe the way this went about uh, that being affected? Because we are again going back to talk about off-the-pitch scenario and the situation. And when the likes of you, Arko, Abreshmina, all of us uh, on various platforms, including this particular show, have spoken that it's time that we speak about the performances and nothing else. But once again, it's been clouded by things beyond our control. So do you see this somewhere again, taking a backtrack, you know, it is uh, probably going to be a very negative side of things when, you know, going ahead for women's football or the coverage or people talking about it. How do you see that panning out? Absolutely, it is because, um, I mean, not a, a few steps. It has taken us back by <laughs> so many steps. It's uh, Again, we, see, we saw the hashtag Indian football forward together. From a particular handle, which was even more infuriating, but we are we are we are nowhere going forward. We are only going backward, and this whole thing now. Even if you see um, the number of people who joined the couple of spaces in the last couple of days, uh, a lot of them were just furious at the federation, and they, some of them were there only to you know take additional points or to put against the federation, and it was. Their interest did not seem a lot on women's football per se. And that's natural. Um, uh, I don't blame them as well. But if the interest on in women's football continues, I'll be happy. But even during the tournament, if you had seen, um, after the first game, there was not much discussion around their performance. There were only the same few set of people who were discussing, who were discussing about the performance and about the players and about the substitutions uh, and all, the, all, all those things, right? Maybe a little more of them spoke about it, but then again, it was more or less the same. Uh, but now that this has happened, we see a lot more people. I mean, I, I don't, uh, I'm not saying that more people should not talk about this. <laughs> we definitely need more voices. Um, so at least the Federation knows that people are not happy with this and we are not, you know, uh, going to uh, buy any story that they're going to throw at our face. Um, but this is really uh, uh, taking us uh, backward. I mean, that is something that, you know, that, that you, we can very clearly see that. And that, that's also one reason why um, some of us are even more outraged because uh, after all the uh, effort and after all the... Um, just the marketing that has been done around this tournament. Um, uh, 
now that uh, this has stopped abruptly we don't even know what the next you know or uh, the, the, what is next for indian women's football uh, will there be uh, anything that was happening in the last few months happen continue to happening continue to happen or will everything stop just like the tournament uh, and today we even saw the news that um, iwl might be delayed see that is like the first uh, uh, bad news after you know w- what has just happened we don't want that to get delayed already um, it was postponed 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 last year and it didn't happen at all last year now again it, it looks like we're going back to square one while we should have actually progressed to the next stage but we're just going back to square one and that is really not good uh, for women's football Yeah and I think uh, I saw I think it was you who tweeted that hopefully this doesn't affect the whole IWL schedule which was already postponed uh, for this particular tournament or in the name of this tournament and you just revealed to us that that's the case and that's what we likely we are likely to see yet again but the most funniest aspect for me you know it is okay the federation has the precedent and stuff and maybe his word is the final particularly saying his because I'm particularly talking about this particular federation so so i'm not using another slash she over here doesn't the federation should i mean should the federation come as a whole and have a statement rather than posting your president's photo and then his quote of what he has to say about the whole tournament i mean that was the most funny as well as the most ridiculous thing i would say uh and my other point is uh you know is basically i don't think the federation of this country that means the football federation of this country is at loss uh they will make bucks because you are hosting the tournament in this country i'm sure i'm not uh, sure of the whole legality bit of how the number works in another host country or what they get paid or you know all of those i'm not sure of that but i'm sure there's some money involved and there are some gains on that aspect uh if it's a loss it's not a loss for praful patel it's not a loss for aiff it's a loss for those women uh who put their heart and soul and you know time effort and sweat out there and some even came back after a very long time and we were all eagerly waiting to see them in action uh their coaching staff let's not forget this coaching staff right right from whether it was memol who put in all her work and then coming to thomas denaby who we had our doubts right uh on on how he would take it up and how would he be it is a short period uh, this is what we always do but that man just made this team his own team it never felt for a day that he just joined two months back uh and the work that he did and we got to play against brazil and stuff like that uh but all of that work and effort gone for a toss and at the end we have praful patel's face on our face and his quote as a statement for the federation it's it's absolutely ridiculous and jenny i mean i don't know i don't know what keeps you going to follow this i'm sure it's those women who always turn up right exactly um because uh you know federations presidents they come and go but as fans we stay forever and the players uh if we also give up then who's go you know um i i don't know <laughs> who who's going to take this uh, uh or who's uh, for for what uh for what least there is uh, i don't know uh, it, everything might uh, just uh 
stop if nobody is interested already uh, there is not much investment in women's football uh, but we we keep going because we love the sport you know and uh, we know there are so many talents out there so many yet to prove so many waiting to prove so many uh, who have got the chance but you know who miss it out on uh, such big tournaments like this look, look at those girls out there especially those four girls who missed out on the last uh, under 17 world cup and now they have missed out on this opportunity as well for no fault of theirs i mean it's completely not their fault and they're just around 18 19 year old and imagine the heartbreak at this age it is completely uh, chaotic and um, we just hope um, they get the proper support for that but we can never give up right <laughs> no matter who does things right or wrong we'll have to just keep pushing we'll have to keep questioning we'll have to you know try to hold the others accountable because those in positions of power need to do what they're they're required to do at least the bare minimum they should be doing if they're not doing then it we, we should be the ones questioning them you know so they at least strive to do at least the bare minimum or something close to that at least uh, but coming back to the communications thing as, as i said uh, there has never been proper communication uh, and even in this case we were actually waiting for a statement a proper statement from the federation uh, explaining as to what actually happened and what are they doing for the players or how the players are uh, it's been like you now two days now and still there is no update on how the players are doing or if any of them have recovered or what are the next plans for them there is absolutely nothing from the federation that is what we are expecting and um, yesterday i think they were retweeting some of their afc asian cups tweets on the other teams results we can see that on afc's page itself you know we don't want the indian football handle retweeting that especially at this um, juncture where our team itself cannot play and all we are waiting for is for a proper statement from the federation Uh, and that is something we don't ha- uh, we have not received yet and the only statement they they put out i mean they put out two statements um, actually one was a copy paste of afc's statement the other was a copy paste of the president's tweets both of them uh, <laughs> uh, i mean afc's we already read that they they were not even, there was not even a single point in addition to that mentioned on uh, the afs website and and the president's tweets the less uh, spoken about that the better you know i don't want my bp to rise again talking about the, those tweets um but yeah uh, we can only hope that they communicate properly but i, I don't know i uh, uh, even that is uh, turning out to be a futile uh, expectation but it was very infuriating you know for all of us yeah absolutely because we were all eagerly looking forward to this not just that we've already said that but also for the fact that to make the right noise that's what you know uh, we were at HOI for all the other platforms i'm sure was buzzing enough to okay this is the time now we speak about women's football and we be educated and you know we be informative about this and get the people who actually follow and uh, you know make them speak about it so that the larger public knows about it 
here we are again uh gone back to square one like you mentioned a while ago uh, where we are even struggling to now find the iwl to be uh, probably rescheduled once again i don't know for the nth time uh but talking about a funny thing that some a joke came uh, has hit me right now in terms of praful patel's tweets being posted and shared as as it was by iff uh, by indian football team's twitter handle is probably because they did the whole copy paste thing of the uh the press release by afc they forgot to add a quote you know which would have probably been some difference that they would have added so they're like oh let me just paste his face and then his tweet as well uh, anyway bad joke and a bad bad thing to talk about as well but i think uh i'll once again go back to saying that probably the organizing and the the loc definitely has to uh, there has to be bit more than just a statement a uh, bit more uh, i think everyone all of us demands to know why this happened what actually went behind and what went wrong because i feel at, at a point i feel even players were caught surprise of what just happened uh probably the some of the players who are active on social media or the ones who were fine were like okay what what has happened we are not playing and we are out uh so so yeah and definitely like jenny you mentioned heart goes out to the iranian team as well uh and apologies before i mentioned uh instead of chinese type i mentioned iran but jenny's of course there to get that right uh but yeah um this this episode is more of emotional that's why you 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 hear from both of us we can't construct a sentence clearly because more than more for jenny rather than me uh i just sound very underprepared uh, but anyway i would say just like a federation but i think that some similarity goes there so shout out to them for that aspect we just feel empty because you know this is something we were waiting for for so long and now we we just saw that coming crashing down it really feels empty you know i don't know how else to put it it really feels empty you know sometimes uh, people have been asking about this for the last couple of days and after a point i don't know i <laughs> i don't even feel like talking about this like yeah it it has happened it's happened what what now you know what is going to change talking about it but yeah we want to continue talking about it continue you know we want to keep the conversation going um we, we have, there are people we need to hold accountable because they don't hold themselves accountable uh, there needs to be a clarification for this there needs to be a way forward uh, but ultimately it feels empty you know there was anger there was sadness everything was there but after a point it really feels empty it will really take a while to get over this feeling um but uh, i cannot even imagine what the players are going through uh, it's because ultimately more than all of us they are the ones who suffer the most and you know it's their uh, dream coming crashing down and right in front of their eyes um at, at the last minute for no fault of theirs but yeah that that's how it is we just hope but you know if you see we just go on hopelessly hoping uh it's also sad and the worst part is that uh, the ones who would probably want to share and talk will not be allowed to talk you know uh whether it's people from the coaching staff if you if i had to reach out to somebody or if it's the players they they won't be able to speak their heart out even if they want to because it would be tight lipped everywhere 
so that's again the sad part that you know nobody would want to come out and speak uh, but again non we i don't think any of us would want to force anyone to speak especially from the stuff but we demand statements from the organizing team one from the afc guys who pulled off who are pulling this off for the whole tournament which is going uh, on for now and we we don't mean any ill to any other teams uh, i hope the tournament goes very well uh, all the players get to play and we get to see more uh, football action and women's football is happening in our country so nothing like that but jenny what next for our girls and before that have you i mean since you're also in touch with uh, the some of the players have you had a chance of reaching out to any of them Yeah but that only got more depressing uh, half the conversations were just silence uh, half the time so i don't know i i i didn't even have proper uh, words to comfort because they are obviously broken um they're all alone in a bio bubble you know it's even more difficult right now uh, that they're all alone uh, in in their separate rooms isolating because the majority of them have tested positive so you cannot even you don't even imagine that on your worst enemies that is kind of the situation they are in right now uh, hopefully some of them uh, might uh, return back home once they test uh, negative soon uh, but those uh, others uh, who will take a little more time they might be you know staying back a little more uh, longer and the the longer they are there isolated it's only going to make it uh, more difficult for them but um, overall no- nothing we say uh, would uh, you know do justice to what they are actually feeling and everything will be an understatement so because it's that bad they feel more at a loss and more in pain than any of us uh, can imagine it, it's tough it's it's very tough for them but uh like we said again coming back to the communication part the federation has to communicate uh at least if not about what has already happened at least about what is happening now uh they still not put out names of who has tested positive or if they are recovering if they are well um you know i mean those are things we are not going to be mad at them for releasing the names of the players or for telling that these are doing fine that they're recovering well they're fine we're taking care of them we're taking care of their mental health those are things we'll definitely appreciate but there is no um, uh, update on that as well and uh, yeah I, I, and if you can see the way the uh, social media handles have gone all silent uh, as if nothing is happening in women's football at all there is a under 17 camp going on from december but we can hardly see anything about that at all um they are playing in october we have the under 17 world cup in october but looking at the way it's going looks like just like how they uh, started all their uh, campaign for the tournament for the asian cup just uh, uh, two three months back they might probably switch off everything now and switch it on uh, around the time that tournament will begin and they might go on campaigning as if it's the, the biggest tournament the um you know and that everybody should be watching that and all the campaign and all that it this, to be honest this doesn't really help anybody because um there there needs continuity uh but that, that is what uh, is completely missing uh but hopefully 
at least the other tournament in between the IWL happens you know and there was a promise that it will be a longer season we'll just have to wait and see if it is longer and also uh, there is uh, the asian games in september uh, in which the senior women's team will be participating but again this brings another question uh, if danabi will be coaching the under 17 world cup team in october who will be the coach of the senior women's team in september because this is happening in september and that in october uh, obviously the coach will be with the under 17 team uh, in in september as well because they will be training and all the pre tournament camp will be going on i mean that that will be the time when the training will be in its peak um, so again this raises another question of who next for the senior uh, women's team hopefully they bring in a good coach and not you know just put in uh, someone for the sake of it just because the biggest tournament that they were you know planning for has stopped and they can just uh, 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 ditch the senior team you know like it doesn't matter or hopefully that doesn't happen and they bring in a good coach because these girls have potential there's a lot they can achieve um, for the, for the dreams that have been shattered now hopefully uh, there are better to- bigger tournaments that they get to participate in the future and we can only hope you know all the good things for the girls and the staff yeah i mean before i end with a rant i want to probably touch upon some good news from kerala and karnataka respectively that you know they've conducted and hosted a successfully of theirs uh, women's state leagues and kokulam kerala fc have lifted the kerala state uh, women's league uh, title and kickstart fc have won once again uh karnataka women's league uh, jenny any thoughts on these two things uh to add to that sedu fc have won the tamil nadu women's league i think their the, uh, the league will actually be ending on 31st of this month but they have already uh, uh become the champions for the third uh, consecutive year um hopefully the other states as well complete their tournaments because again this uh, uh initially there was the deadline of jan 15th for the states to complete their state leagues and send the nominations for the IWL um, you know qualifiers and final round it got postponed to jan 25th which was reasonable and then again it got postponed to feb 7th uh, now looks like last week it um, they have been informed that it has been pushed to feb 25th but um, looks like a couple of uh, or oh, no not not just a couple um, three or four states seem to not be able in a, in a position to complete it in that particular time but uh, hopefully they com- they complete um because it will be very unfair on the states that have uh, you know worked their socks off to get these uh, completed on time so it will be very unfair on them um because uh, a lot of effort has gone into this lot of sacrifices some of these state leagues have uh done to get these done on time so we need to be fair uh for everybody and hopefully we have a longer league as promised uh but it's good to see um um that uh i mean personally it's good to see the the southern states uh completing it uh, ahead uh, i mean on on time um and already you know having champions so uh gokulam will obviously be sedu's biggest rival uh you know in addition to whoever comes from up uh in the northeast uh hope uh, the again hope the league happens in the first place and happens to be a longer league than usual
Yeah, and just to reiterate what Arco, if you guys have not seen Arco Street, I might just uh, bring that up here, talking about state affairs and tournaments, and before that, congratulations to all the teams, Sedu FC, uh, Gokulam Kerala FC, and Kickstart. Uh, great kudos to their state uh, federations as well. But I think what Arco Street is asking is, what are state affairs doing for women's football? What is the process for a team to enter at the lowest base of this of that state's pyramid? I mean, he goes on to say that before we even speak of the IWL, the lower levels of the pyramid need cleaning up. Pretty sure the end national team and the IWL also suffer if these aren't clear. Which is, I think, we all we all agree to the great some great points that he's raising, and again, it's all going back to. Uh, the, what we are doing at the lowest level, right? Uh, we we can host n number of tournaments. We can do a lot of halabulu on top. But what are we doing at the ground level? Because uh, if this is what we are at the top, then we might as well be probably non-existent at the lowest level. Uh, Jenny, thank you so much. Right? I thought I would end the show with if you had a message to tell the girls, but you've already shared the fact that no words can console them at the moment. uh but even despite that i will still go on to ask you if you are to if if the girls are listening to the show uh what will you tell them i just want to say that uh we love them we are here supporting for them uh you know we will continue supporting them always no matter what uh we have always been with them during their highs and now that it is a difficult point we will definitely be with them you know we'll continue to be with them supporting them uh, at all times irrespective of the results irrespective of how the uh, you know the the uh, situation around is irrespective of everything around uh, we will have their back always and we completely um, you know we love them with all our heart and they have all our support uh, and even in this time um, Our hearts go out to them, and uh, you know, <laughs> no, no words of consolation. I mean, nothing uh, will do justice, but uh, they have a full support. Yeah. So thank you, Jenny. Thank you for doing this show, and to all the girls, uh, I just want to say that you know, me, Jenny, or whoever is involved in the footballing circuit in the Indian footballing circuit, I'm not going to specify men's and women's, but we're going to make sure every time we speak about two things, we will be very uh, looking forward to doing is be continue. Okay, the whole continuity aspect that Jenny mentioned, I'm going to add consistency to that. Uh, you know, one of our episodes that we spoke about women's football on our show, the title was "Women's Football: A Conversation That Needs to Keep Going." Uh, so we won't stop right here. And all I want to tell you girls is that it's not your fault. So don't let that head uh, go down. Yes, no words. It is. It is difficult. So I mean, all I can say is cry it out. We are all crying it out, and I'm sure it hurts the most. uh but the ones who have to bow their heads uh you know they have their heads held high so i think there's nothing to be ashamed of nothing to be embarrassed of every time you take that pitch uh every time you take that field we will back you and uh, irrespective of what tournament what it is we just hope that you girls get to play and we get to see you play again uh whether it's through iwl whether it's to different state leagues or the upcoming uh asian games in september and i think the question still rises rises here is who will 
be taking up uh, the onus of the head coach for the senior national team. Uh, all of this unanswered once again, but all we can do is speak and share and make the noise because it's needed. Uh, Jenny, once again, thank you so much for your time, uh, for sharing your thoughts, for sharing your emotions. To all our listeners who's listening to this, please do share this as much as you shared different other platforms and different other uh, spaces that you were part of. Yes, it sounds like another rant, uh, but do share this because it needs to uh, you know, reach the right ears. Whether what they do is not in our control, but we can only hope uh, that it does well and we our future looks good uh, for the women's football in our country. So once again, to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, with that, I end my speech there. But uh, do please do like, share and subscribe to the Totally Indian Football Show. It's available on all the leading audio platforms. And yeah, thank you once again for being patient enough uh, to listen to the entire episode. And please do share. I'm your host, Sidhu, signing off. Thank you so much. 